Tony, you know, as a kid growing up, you would uh, not always perhaps listen to your parents all the time. And now as an adult, your parents don't listen to you. Are you familiar with that? Not at all, Jeff. Oh, well. This is Paladin Financial Talk with Jeff Foley from Paladin Financial. Basically, the more accounts you have, the more opportunities there are for mistakes. So taking control of your assets may help you to avoid some of those common mistakes that investors make. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals, your money, and your plans in perfect harmony. And now, here is Paladin Financial Talk with Jeff Foley. Hello, everyone. This is Jeff Foley with Paladin Financial, and thank you for joining us for this week's episode of Paladin Financial Talk. We've got a great show. We're going to talk about how to help your parents with their finances, which is a, you know, can be a very difficult topic. They, our parents bring us into the world. They care for us. They show us the ropes. They send us on our way into adulthood. And where would many of us be without our parents? Probably pretty lost. Right. But that said, there's also a point in time when many of our parents are going to need us just as much as when we needed them when we were we were younger. So as our parents age, many of them are going to need help with their finances and making good financial decisions. You may be familiar with that from your maybe your adult early adulthood years. And that isn't to say that you should expect to provide your parents with money, though for some that might be the case. But in many cases, that work revolves around helping your your, your parents navigate things like social security and Medicare and their pensions. And where do we take our income from and all the paperwork that comes along with the joys of retirement. So those are some of the things we'll chat about here today, but most importantly, we wanted to introduce our lovely co-host who is not a remote host today, face to face here in the studio with me, folks, Mr. Tony Shore. How are you, Tony? Oh, Jeff, I'm doing great. Thanks for having me once again on the amazing Paladin Financial Talk Show. We voted and and, and you're back. Yes. <laughs> I was surprised I made the cut. That's <laughs> Well, you have to be here. You're you're the host, so that's important. But uh, yeah, I took a vacation with the fam. We went out to Colorado. We hadn't done a vacation with all five of us in over 6 years. Wow. That's a long so time. It is a long time and it was so enjoyable. We went whitewater rafting. The kids went, the girls went horseback riding. We went hiking uh, in Colorado in the Rockies. We were up about 35 miles north of Aspen and we went and saw uh, the Maroon Bells. Uh, this It's a beautiful place. There, there are two big mountain peaks. One's over 14,000 feet. So, you know, Jeff, a little trivia from the trip and for our listeners out there, we learned something interesting. Above 8,000 feet, there are no poisonous plants and no snakes. Did you know that? I did not. That if you're above 8,000 feet, you don't have to worry about poison ivy or any poisonous plants, and you don't have to worry about snakes. Interesting. That's At least that's what uh, we heard from uh, this cowboy rancher who's lived there all his life and confirmed it with uh, one of the guides. That does make sense. Snakes are low-lying animals, so... Well, yes. well that's not that's not really <laughs> that was that appropriate was but you know uh I, I wish i had my sound effect ready for the crickets <laughs> on that joke jeff but uh how about you you've been good you've been busy yes yes we've been busy and uh, i have to ask too how, how were when you were on your trip how busy were things were people out and about and did it feel pre-covid ish or nope 
people were out and about. Yeah. Yeah. It was, I mean, it was, uh, we had a hard time getting that whitewater. Luckily we made it ahead, but, uh, the whitewater rafting place was booked. Wow. Uh, and that was so much fun. Uh, we, it was just, we got soaked and nice. we put Anna up in the, our youngest up in the front of the boat. So <laughs> she got the worst tip of the spear, <laughs> tip of the spear. <laughs> they said, that's the suicide position. Who, who should be up there? And we all in unison said, Anna, and she didn't even know what was going on. She's like, uh, okay, what do I do? <laughs> they said, just kneel in front and hang onto those ropes. So she had her, she had her earphones on. <laughs> Oh, uh, that's funny, but well, that's good. That's a good time. And yeah, we're doing great and, um, enjoying the, the lovely weather. We've been up and down here as far as the, the, uh, the temperature gauge. Yeah, it's crazy. Been a good summer so far. Yeah, but, it has. So now today we're talking about helping our parents out with their finances, right? We are. Yes. Yes. So very, very excited about that. And, you know, in digging into that topic, um, when it comes to helping, our parents oftentimes with their finances, it's important to not forget about your own path to retirement. Because a lot of people sacrifice a lot in helping out their parents because they helped you out uh, when you're getting your legs underneath you, if you will. And, you know, that's likely the last thing that your parents want to see happen is you you give up too much in that process. Right. But there's a, an article we're going to use to chat about today from the Association for Long-Term Care Planning, which has a lot of resources on their website. Oh, yeah. And they talk about 11 secrets to helping elderly parents financially without going broke. And one of the things the article notes is bringing up finances with your parents is not often a pleasant task. You know, some people are more open to that than others, but you know, your parents, they're the ones they've been in charge of the family and made a lot of decisions for you along the years. And if you bring up finances, that dynamic can shift. So, yeah. Mom, that's for my Roth IRA. <laughs> 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 well played well yes. played <laughs> um so yeah it's it changes the dynamics and sometimes that can be that can be awkward sometimes not so much yeah true uh, that's that's a good point and you know obviously to me uh, the biggest factor that prevents a lot of people probably from sitting down with their parents to discuss finances especially el- their elderly parents or seniors like you stated so well for years or even decades your parents were the ones calling the shots and uh, now the role is reversed and uh, you know uh, kids don't want to take advice from parents and parents don't want to take advice from their kids in a lot of situations That's like you so said true. before right yeah very very true and you know in addition to that discomfort that comes along with the conversation some parents might also be concerned that finances are only coming up because their kids are worried about their inheritance and that's driving their decisions and their recommendations. So it's important to make sure your parents know that you're only bringing up the topic because you love them. You want to help them enjoy their golden years and in comfort. And once you've sat them down to talk about finances, talk open, talk frankly, and get all the cards out on the table so you can make some actual progress with things. And that's not always easy, but uh, it will feel better in the end and many times. So um, if you think it would help soothe things, another thing that we've seen folks do is they introduce them to their financial professional. They introduce uh, our clients, introduce their parents to us, um, or they might be talking to a neighbor and the neighbors helping their parents navigate through things. So that's uh, getting a third party involved uh, that is neutral and can help make good decisions can often go a long way. So it's not you as the kid making a recommendation. Yeah. And that's where a financial services professional like yourself comes in, Jeff. You can be that third party. 
Correct. Yes. Right. Yes. I don't want to name names, Jeff Foley, but I know of a good third party person to bring into that situation. I don't feel like a third party, but I, I don't know. Maybe I am. No. Yeah. So that's uh, that's something to consider, and um, that might help soothe things. So uh, I think those are some things to consider there. Yeah. Well, and you know, I've known people who have had to have these conversations with their elderly parents, and they tell me that you know, keeping the conversation short and to the point. And also finding ways to allow their parents to maintain some degree of control over their finances, that's helpful. Yeah, that's a great point. Great point. And you also want to work with your parents to really get a clear picture of their income sources. If they're nearing retirement, you might volunteer to help them with their Social Security, you know, claiming process and when to file. And uh, that will help you to give you the data that you need to understand their their bigger, bigger picture. And after you've crunched some numbers, if it's clear they're likely facing a retirement income gap, they need more money from someplace, you can then pivot to help them fill that gap as quickly as possible. So starting the conversation about Social Security, not their assets, might be an easier uh, entry into that conversation. And then the next step is, okay, here's how much Social Security is going to cover on a monthly basis. Here's what your actual expenses are. You're short $1,000 a month. Let's talk about what might make the most sense to create that income. Yeah, I think I think that's good. God bless Social Security. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> right? Amen. Amen. <laughs> so, uh, well, Social Security is important and that just, you know, when you talk about filling the income gap, Jeff, obviously this is another opportunity to remind folks that you have to be working with a financial services professional because it can go a long way to relieve some of that burden and, you know, it maybe you've already made that move great but you, you need to bring your parents into your, uh, that pro's office. And, uh, you know, you have, you're well-versed in working with elderly people and dealing with all of these issues. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's something we can help you to navigate, help your parents to navigate. So there's a lot of opportunities there for them to make some good decisions. Um, the next area we'll talk about out of that article is working with your parents to change their spending habits or reduce their expenses if you've determined they have that retirement income gap. So evaluating where that where the money is going. And while m- many elderly parents are already fairly frugal, some do struggle to balance their income and expenses. And that can be as simple as a few tweaks on, you know, instead of setting the thermostat at 98, choose 88 or Instead of going to, in our area, Kowalski's forever, for all of your groceries, maybe you're going to, you know, Cub or Aldi or whatever it might be to, sure. to try to save some money there. But there are also bigger factors to consider. A uh, big one is long-term care. If your parents are in still good health and haven't looked into long-term care and what that's going to cost, they might be laboring under the assumption that that's covered by Medicare or Medicaid. And um, there's a lot of misconceptions there. So it's important for people to understand and, and factor in the potential impact of long-term care costs in their retirement financial strategy. Yeah. And speaking of thermostat settings, it feels like you're in the studio that somebody did turn it up to it, 98. It is, yes, it is. Before a little... <laughs> we started today, I don't understand. Uh, I'm glad it, I wore my tracksuit. <laughs> it's sweltering outside and I think uh, we're at about 98 degrees in here, but uh, a little inside uh, comment there. But uh, you know, you've talked about the value of working with uh, someone like yourself, and I've mentioned that already. And, uh, you know, obviously, when it comes to long-term care, uh, the sticker price is going to shock people. And, and no matter where you live, long-term care is expensive. But there are options and strategies. And so if our listeners have questions about that and want to learn about those, 
they should probably pick up the phone and give you a call, right, Jeff? Yeah, give us a call for any of the things that we're going to chat about today. We can provide you or your parents or both a complimentary second opinion on your retirement plan and making sure that you're making the most out of what you have today, making some good decisions for long term. And you can give us a call. Our number is 651-842-8406. You can visit us online at financialpaladin.com. Or send us an email, info at financialpaladin.com. And we'll get in touch with you and get something scheduled to, to see how we might be able to help you out. All right. So. That sounds that sounds great, Jeff, because it's really important. So uh, what's another option people have out there to help their parents? Yeah. Uh, one of the options to look at is downsizing their homes. And the first to admit, that's not necessarily an easy conversation to have. Your parents, no. you know, they've lived there for 40, 50 years. It's going to be a tough conversation. And nobody can put a price tag on the love that many people have for their home and the memories that they've had there over the years. But if your parents are still living in the home you grew up in, it has multiple bedrooms and a staircase and all that fun stuff, helping them to transition into a retirement community or a small apartment can not only help them financially, but also might make them physically safer as well. And that's huge. Yes. And, uh, you know, I've had some of these, tried to have some of these conversations with my mom and dad. Who have lived, you know, my dad is living on the farm where he grew up, where I grew up, and where his dad grew up, and he's still in that house, so uh, their house is on that same farm anyway, so uh, they both, yeah, when you mentioned long-term care, they're going, nope, we're going to be here on the farm, (laughs) be here on the farm until we die, and then, you know, you're going to downsize, you can move here, we brought that up. Nope. (laughs) So it is a tough conversation to have, but it is important. And I I like that you pointed out that the physical aspect of it as well for uh, the elderly. And it it can be hard to say goodbye to that family home, but some temporary sadness might be worth a more safer and vibrant life for uh, older people or seniors. Exactly. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, And the next thing, another thing to look at is your, if you have siblings is, tag teaming, if you will, with them. And sometimes if only one person is talking to their parents about these issues, they, they might tune out. But if both or multiple kids are, are sharing that same message that could go a long way in, in helping them to, uh, to be open, open up their ears if they're yeah. not. Yeah. So <clears throat> that's something to think about. So reach out to your family members. That's very important. Um, especially if they're, you know, financial share, you know, if you're, you and a, another sibling are helping out financially, if you have siblings that are financially stable, you could ask them to help contribute money. You shouldn't have to bear all that burden on their own, on your own. And the other thing too is if perhaps they can't help out financially, but they can with their time. So helping to clean the house or meals or taking parents to medical appointments, whatever it might be, everyone chipping in to help take care of mom and dad. Sure. And family sticks together, uh, not just when it's easy, but when it's hard as well. Uh, I think that's a great point. And now, as I understand it, there are some potential tax benefits for those who are taking care of their elderly parents. Is that true? Yeah, there can be some medical expenses for the elderly are tax deductible. And if you're taking care of your parents, you might be able to utilize some of the benefits provided to family caregivers and their limitations on that. You might be able to claim your parents as dependents on your own taxes if you're paying at least half of their living expenses. And if you're caring for your parents or providing them direct financial assistance, <clears throat> you certainly want to work with a tax specialist who can help make sure that your filings reflect what you're doing on behalf of your parents. Yeah. 
Yeah, and I think that's a good point. It seems to me that as a person races through their busy day, managing their job and their family on top of giving their parents a ride to the doctor or helping them cover a few bills, it can be easy to forget about tracking expenses for tax purposes. So that's a good reminder. And, you know, like so many other parts of our financial lives, when it comes to taxes, put a professional in your corner. Talk about this with that financial services professional. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. And this is perhaps the most important part of helping your parents manage their retirement is don't neglect your own retirement, as we talked about earlier. Yep. Um, many people helping their parents navigate retirement are themselves. They're in their 50s, their 60s, and their retirement is just up the road a little bit. And your retirement is just as important as your parents. And I'd be willing to bet your parents would say the exact same thing. Yeah. So you can also learn a lot from some of the mistakes that your parents have made along the way, just like you could when you were a teenager and young adult and your parents said, hey, here's what I messed up. Um, So did they fail perhaps to secure a long-term care insurance policy that might have made sense for them? Did they file for Social Security at the wrong time? So don't make some of these mistakes yourself. And it, it's clear that your parents, if they downsize their home five or 10 years later than what's obvious they should have, remember that yourself and maybe yeah. start taking steps yeah. in that direction before, because it, it does get harder the older people get. There, there's that holding on. If you're making that decision on your own in there your is. Mid, mid-60s, yeah. before there's a need, it's a different dynamic. Yeah. Well, and that's so true. <laughs> now, uh, we've been focusing on some of the steps you can take if you need Uh, to be helping your elderly parents with their finances and whether it's providing them with money or helping them with their retirement strategy and budget. Uh, This is a timely show. So what do you have for us next? Uh, Another thing to think about, I think a lot of people can learn from, as we talked about some of the mistakes their parents have made to strengthen their own financial and retirement strategies. There's another article that we read from uh, Business Insider uh, called I learned five money lessons from my parents' mistakes and my family is thriving that I had some, I think had some great points. And the first lesson is from working with your parents and their finances is the dangers of not properly budgeting. And I know that's a, a daunting word. Um, Trevor, who's an advisor with our firm had a great point as you know, you figure out what your monthly outflow should be to be able to reach your other goals and then don't worry as much about where the money is going within that. So if your monthly expense budget is $3,000 a month, it doesn't matter as much where that money is going. It's that you stick to that $3,000 number, and that gives people some mental flexibility to, to think about with that. So uh, thinking about your bills and groceries, retirement savings, and so forth. So budgeting yeah. is an important one. Yeah, that's that's huge. And I really agree with that. And it's certainly something we've talked about before as well. I think many people say to themselves, hey, I'm bringing in more than I spend, so I'm budgeting. But uh, as you can attest to from your professional experience, budgeting is certainly much more than that. It is, absolutely. And if you discover your parents' method of approaching that is uh, a hope for the best approach, you know, open up a spreadsheet on your laptop, get to work, put them a budget together for them or give us a call and we can and help out in this process as well. And I know it sounds like a simple thing, but the reality is that sticking to a budget during your working years is one powerful way to set yourself up for the kind of retirement that you want. So making sure you have your numbers in alignment, you've got your budget in place. And if you've seen your retired parents having to cut some corners because they didn't do that while they were working, take that as inspiration to embrace the power of having that budget in place. 
Yeah, that's great. You don't have to convince me how important budgeting is. We hate to use the B word. Mm. Maybe spending plan is a better way. <laughs> Some people don't like Bouget. the B word. Bouger. How's that? <laughs> Bouger. Uh, budget. So uh, that's great. What do you have for us next? Well, related to budgeting, many people who help their older parents work on their finances are likely struck by just how little their parents save for retirement. And you don't have to have a degree in finance to know that not saving enough for retirement while you're working may put your retirement lifestyle in jeopardy. And the clients we work with every day have many of the same retirement goals. They want to travel. They want to have hobbies they've pushed off, you know, for a number of years. They want to indulge their grandkids, but not saving enough money long before you retire is going to make those things difficult, if not impossible. Yeah. So obviously budget and saving go hand in hand. So to me, this is yet another reason to have that relationship with a financial professional. Yeah. Yeah. I encourage you to give us a call, folks. Um, Our phone number is 651-842-8406. We can help you. We can help your parents. Uh, make some good decisions in preparing for retirement. Yeah. Uh, It's been a great show. So let's wrap it up here. Give that phone number one more time, Jeff. Phone number is 651-842-8406. All right. And that does it for today's episode of Paladin Financial Talk with our host, Jeff Bowman. Thank you for listening to Paladin Financial Talk. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Jeff Foley at Paladin Financial. Call 877-219-3199 or visit their website at financialpaladin.com. Advisory services offered through Paladin Wealth LLC, a Minnesota registered investment advisor. Paladin Wealth LLC offers advisory services under the DBA Paladin Financial and Paladin Wealth. Insurance products and services offered through Paladin Insurance LLC. Paladin Wealth LLC and Paladin Insurance LLC are affiliated companies. Jeff Foley and Paladin Financial are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.